Hey, Val Podcast. This is Jasmine from St. Louis, your big sister. Keep up the good work. We love the podcast. Keep them coming. They're so inspiring, inspirational. Sometimes, hey, I prefer to listen to you than listen to the radio. Keep up the good work, bro. Love you. Keep it up. I believe inspiring people to be the person they aspire to be by doing the things they aspire to do. This podcast is an additional platform to help me do just that. I know a lot, I've done a lot, and I do a lot. By sharing my experience with you all, be the highlight of my day. I will also have family, friends, and colleagues share their knowledge and experiences with me. You think you know me, but you don't know the half. Welcome to Vail's World. It's the team. What's up, what's up, what's up? It's your boy Lavelle D. Mugger, your host for Vail's World Podcast. And yes, it's going to be a very interesting episode. I know you all see the title. I know you all see it. But before we get started, make sure y'all follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Vail's World Podcast. And if you would like us to be a guest or a sponsor an upcoming episode, feel free to email us at veilsworldpodcast at ldmonger.com. Now, let's enjoy the show. So, today's good read, The Penis Book, A Doctor's Complete Guide to the Penis from Sides to Function and Everything in Between by Dr. Aaron Spitz. I'm quite sure you all probably understand why I read this book. And yes, it was very, very sketchy in the beginning. If you all see the book cover, it has a eggplant. <laughs> it's a very interesting book. What made me want to read this book, for one, was this topic. And um, for two, just really learning about myself and how things function. For those that don't know, I was a biology major for two and a half years in undergrad before I switched to anthropology. So learning about anatomy, it was okay. So I had that part down pat. The penis book is organized in three parts to help you master your penis. The first part is all about how it works. The second part is about how to work it and what you need to do to keep it working. And then the third part is about what damages the penis. I believe this book is good for any man that just want to have a better understanding of himself. Um, the penis is more than just a physical function, but it also holds weight and ties deeply into our manhood in a sense. And if you don't have understanding on ways to better use what you have, you will never build the confidence to get to where you want to go, which is crazy how penis size works in the real world outside of of the sexual domain and that's what this book talks about so again feel free to read the penis book a doctor's complete guide to the penis from sides to function and everything in between by dr aaron spitz let me know what you all feel about this book by chatting with us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Vales World Podcast. If you have any other books or your take on this book, feel free to email us at Podcast at ldmonger.com. What's popping? So the Carrie split up. Every other day is some brand new information that's being leaked. Dale claims that Sonya has been living with Johnson in Tennessee. Johnson is the side guy, played a year with the Patriots. All of them met in college, so they all went to Virginia Tech. Sonya played volleyball, they all played basketball, and Johnson was a tight end, which was so many years ago. 
Uh, so they've really been keeping in contact for that long. Sonya also say Dell has had years and countless affairs outside of their marriage. And Dell believes that the whole time that they were separated, COVID made a lot of people separated. And I guess Sonya was like, yeah, I'm not about to stay in the house with you. Crazy. So yeah, that's where we are. So Dell is saying that the last straw was Sonya cheating with tight end Johnson. That's a little update on that. I'm interested in seeing what else is going to come out from there. Supreme Court ends Biden's eviction moratorium. Wow. <sighs> Man, I've been doing a lot of research on this. So the Supreme Court, they failed to protect over 11 million households across the country from violent evictions in the middle of a deadly global pandemic. That was stated by... Missouri Representative Cory Bush, who slept on the steps of the Capitol this month to protest the expiration of the previous momentorium. So what this looks like is now landlords have the freedom to evict those that are in, in need, that don't have the money to pay their rent, which means that homelessness will increase in a lot of cities around the country. There's not enough shelters for those that were already homeless and now we're about to have tons of other individuals that's adding to their pool of homelessness wow this is heartbreaking uh, I, I experienced homelessness a couple times in life but it didn't really feel like homelessness because thank god for family and, and friends and loved ones that was able to house us so i guess on paper it was homeless but it wasn't necessarily i never felt that way as a kid and now maneuvering through a pandemic job loss getting jobs add another burden to a family like homelessness is crazy continue to pray for the world and in hopes of really getting through this because it's a lot it's very challenging very challenging times that we are living in and now from homelessness to this part of really what's popping and kind of energizing me throughout the week my baby sister tr officially transferred to mizzou she started last week She's been staying with a friend of a friend over the week until September 1st so she can move in her first apartment. I am excited for her. This is a huge step. This is is definitely a milestone for her and in, in, in her life with everything that she's been going through, with everything that she's experienced through her lifetime to finally have a lease with her name on it and have her apartment. She's one of the most responsible young ladies I've ever seen outside of the irresponsible things that she do and probably be herself across the head about she has a credit card that she's been doing okay with still has a bank account has a car still been paying her insurance so she's been figuring ways out of getting things done and i'm proud of her so i'm excited to see how this apartment turns out ah man my little sister growing up so fast and then then i'll be down there sooner than later give her a little housewarming gift and see how she living. I've been to Mizzou a lot of times. I wouldn't say it was my dream school because I really didn't have one of those growing up. But as I got older and, and more experienced and exposed to college, that's definitely something that I would have wanted to to do in, in my time. But everything happens for a reason. You know, someone has to walk in order for the next generation to, to run, right? Yeah. So baby sister, if you listen to this, I'm proud of you. Keep it up. Got a couple more years of college, then a real journey begins. So that's what's popping in Veil World. If you all would like to share some comments, feel free to hit us up on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Veil's World Podcast. If you'd like to shoot us an email and let me know what's popping with you, feel free to hit us up at Veil's World Podcast at ldmunger.com. And 
while we're here, feel free to invest a minimum of 99 cent a month by going to our anchor page. It's a little as 99 cent a month. We ain't asked for too much. But yeah, invest into this vision so that we can continue to grow and give you all great content. Make sure y'all send a voice memo and y'all can be featured on the upcoming episode as well. Just let me know how y'all feeling about the show, man. Y'all feedback is very important. Like we appreciate it. We love it. Y'all ready now? Now on a hot topic. <laughs> I know y'all ready. B-D-E. For those that are familiar with Insecure, you all know exactly what I'm talking about. For the last couple of weeks, this topic has really been the talks of talk. So I'm telling, I promise y'all I'm not getting paid for this, but I was on Instagram and there's a new card game. I forgot the name of it. I actually have the card. Someone surprised gifted me with the cards and the clip was about sex and the guy said, I had good coochie, like coochie is the same. And the woman said, well, I can tell you from firsthand experience that all dick ain't the same. And then another part of that question was, is bad sex a deal breaker? And the woman said, yes. So I believe it's safe to say that sex ruins relationships. And I and it's, it's twofold to that. You have the one part where just bad sex with you all. And then you also have the second part of stepping outside of you all's relationship to obtain the sex that one of the individuals desire without communication. So those are like two ways that sex ruin relationships. And honestly, the the deep part within sex is intimacy. So sex is better when there's a sense of intimacy. And when you remove and or separate the two, it's just doing something. And from my experience with, with women, that's really what drives and motivates them the most but intimacy tends to die down i remember a lady told me she was like yeah it was good it just wasn't what i was expecting which made it bad as we talked through it we really tapped on to the intimacy part that it wasn't there so it messed up the experience for her overall you know the huffing the puffing the sweat dripping the you know asking if you're okay the choking you know that that sense of connection that sense of being which at the time i was lit so i ain't gonna hold you and most i was lit mostly because she got me lit which <laughs> which was crazy yeah i got slutted out true story but yeah that allowed me to open my eyes and start reflecting on the deeper meaning of sex women get wet when the intimacy and the passion is strong so men if you all are experiencing whack coochie from a woman, nine times out of ten, it's just, you know, you two are probably not sexually compatible. And are there are some underlining things that you all need to talk about. You know, there's probably reasons why you're not too engaged and involved in the act of having sex and or vice versa. I remember this one time, this girl had sex with my homie and I didn't know. So when we was together, you know, trying to get it on, it just didn't feel right. Didn't feel the didn't feel as connected as we felt previous times in this act and moments later. Later, days later, weeks later, months later, it was some, it was some time in between. We were finally able to have that conversation and figure out what exactly happened. It was like, oh, well, if you would have said that, you know, that's a lot to have on your shoulders. So that was really eye-opening. Pleasure and desires are important in, in conversation that people need to have. You need to be able to talk to your partner, your sexual partner, and talk about things that, that pleases you. What desires that you have. Even the dark ones. Being able to talk through these things so that you don't feel as if you have to go somewhere else. And or have a, the conversation so you can figure out if I need to go somewhere else to obtain this 
this desire. Let's let's talk about this. Let's figure out a, a game plan together, opposed of you taking all of this upon your own to go out and get those needs met, and then come back and feel closed in and blocking our intimacy based on that decision. And that's for both parties. Because we we see that relationships are, are hard to work when the sex is bad. Like you can deal with a lot of stuff for so long. <laughs> You can deal with being broke, lack of education, you know, not the best living conditions, not the best job. But if the sex bad, yep, there's going to be something to talk about or cheating is going to it's going to happen. And again, cheating to me is more just not communicating with your partner about your wants and needs and desires and taking up on yourself to get those met and now you have in a secret that you've been holding in that you don't know how to express and now it's creating friction in you all's relationship and y'all pointing at everything opposed to the root of it all which is sex and when I was reading The Way of the Superior Man, it, it, it talks about how feminine and masculine energy wants to become neutral. And that's in the sex, that's in the sex and intimate uh, realm. Once it becomes neutral, that creates a great best friend. So sometimes just because, you know, we're not connecting on an intimate level with sex, maybe it's best we be friends. And to the other side of that, just the confidence. So BDE stands for Big Dick Energy. So the confidence that attracts women, that a man displays, the security that that man has, the ability to know his worth and or have options to validate his worth on a sexual market. We're not just talking about just working all these other things. Yes, having a good job, having, you know, all the small amenities like, yes, that that's important. But energy Having all those things doesn't replace BDE. You can see the brokest man in the world with BDE and, and it's just, it is what it is. Like a lot of people, they hide behind their cars, they hide behind their businesses, they hide behind all these accomplishments, which it don't mean nothing if you're not laying it down in the bedroom. And if you're okay with that, you at least have to allow your woman to branch off to get her needs and desires met. But I've seen a lot of men confident shot walking on eggshells egg because of all this insecurity because of their lack to perform when it's time to perform. You can give someone a world, but a man with no confidence to a woman is a man not worth being with. Feminine energy wants structure. And if you're not able to provide that structure, if she doesn't trust the structure that you have, she's going to take it upon herself to create it on her own. You want to beat a man, but you can't beat a man because you have all these insecurities that's killing your confidence. So you can give her a million million dollars to go shopping you can give her the best lifestyle that she want but if she runs over you because she always have that thought that the sex is bad it's horrible and you have that thought that the sex is bad it's horrible it's messing up your confidence so she can't trust in your ability to provide her structure she can't trust in your ability to lead her and you can talk through like sex i don't think you have to have the biggest penis to give the best sex it's about being confident with what you have and working with what you have and pleasing your partner with what you have. There's too many gadgets out here in the world. There's too... <laughs> There's too much YouTube, they, they got sex therapists and all types of, if you really want to put in the work to to obtain your person, put that work in. Read the, read the penis book. Learn about your extended passion. <laughs> Learn about the thing in between your legs and ways that you can be in tapped and in tune. Learn about your sexual desires. Learn about mastering your sexuality. For a long time, I was just fucking for a nut. But then when you learn the true power of sex and intimacy, 
intimacy. It's an entirely different awakening and experience for you and your partner, regardless of your relationship status. And that's what a lot of people fail. And I ain't saying I'm the I'm the I'm the biggest in the world. I'm the best in the world. But I do have confidence. And that's what this episode came from. Just with women that I never had sex with, but they just say, I I can tell the way you carry yourself that you got something going on. I don't boast and brag about all the things that I do. If you know some of the things I do, I'm quite sure there's a thousand other things that I do that you never heard of or never took the time to see. I don't really have much. So it's not like I use the things that I do have to build my confidence. All I have in this world is me. All I have in this world is my word and my balls and I ain't breaking them for nobody. My confidence comes from improving growth, but my privilege is having an okay penis because maybe my confidence and my will to growth will be blurred because I'm thinking about the areas in which I lack. I remember watching Kevin Sanders video and he asked the dude how much you weigh he's like 200 pounds how old are you 20 years old then he asked him is your dick big and he's like um it depends on what you say and he really went off like what do you have to offer what do you have to bring to the table you broke you fat you short your dick little the sex bad what do you have to offer to a woman let alone a high value woman and sometimes we are in relationships where we love someone we care for someone they love and care for us but the disconnect comes that moment in which we engage in intimacy because it's not there the pleasure isn't there we just having sex so we can say we had sex trying something out because we feel like it's right and if we together we this is what we supposed to do this this is what we supposed to engage in it's not comfortable it's awkward we just doing something just to do it man bust a nut man go to sleep woman looking at him pissed off the whole time and intimacy naturally fades away so you always have to figure out ways to improve and grow and engage and and challenge the intimacy level of your partner like you want to continue to figure out ways that we can keep this thing going as long as we can sex has a a a bigger value than we give it credit for because we don't talk about it it's awkward it's very provocative it's taboo for grown adults to talk about sex it's taboo for couples to talk to each other about sex and some of us don't even talk about sex in the dating phases we wait all the way until we in love live with each other to realize that this sex is not what i thought it would be and start looking off to to other places and sometimes people do have big dick energy and they just running around and there's many women that's attracted to that energy so sometimes you know women need to figure out what what you want to deal with you want to deal with somebody that don't have you know they got lde or you want to deal with somebody that has bde and accepting the territory with both cases and men you have to have a real conversation with yourself and figure out if you are ld or bd and figure out ways that you can maneuver around that ultimately it's figuring out how do you tap into intimacy with your partner to making an experience for both of you all and not just a nut we all know it's, it takes a lot for a woman to nut. So if you're looking for her to nut, it's going to be a rude awakening. You got to do a whole lot of work. It's a whole lot of intimacy that's in that. It's really a, a connection and a feeling and an involvement on a deeper level than just the act of sex. And that's what women want. They want the connection of sex, not just the feeling, not just the doing. Men, we're okay with the doing. Like We'll be all right with the doing. But women want the connectivity of the act itself. And the only way you can tap into that is when you break the barrel of sex and go into intimacy. Trey Song said it best. Sex ain't better than love. Let me know y'all thoughts about this episode. Peace and love. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Join me in my journey to success by following on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Veils World Podcast. 
If you have any comments, questions, or concerns you would like to address, or you just want to sponsor or feature on an upcoming episode, email me at veilsworldpodcast at ldmonger.com. Veils World can be heard on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and many more. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe, share, leave a review or a voice message, and more importantly, support. For as little as 99 cents a month, we can take this thing a long way. Love. It's the team.